Today, the movie Roy Scheider referred to as made Jaws look like a picnic. I'm talking about none other than William Friedkin's The Sorcerer. William Friedkin directed The French Connection. It received five Academy Awards, including Best Picture of the Year. In 1974, he directed The Exorcist. It made history. Since then, Friedkin has spent over two years in five countries on three continents, creating his latest film, an unusual adventure into the realm of suspense. From 1977, The Sorcerer's a remake from a 1953 classic, The Wages of Fear. Now, Friedkin never really considered this a remake. He thought it was his own story. But you should go see the original Wages of Fear. I, it's a remake. so <laughs> It's basically the same thing. You know, I'm not going to say any names because you guys hear me talk and my English isn't even any good. So let's just stick with, <laughs> let's stick with the, the Sorcerer and go from there. But uh, the movie does star Roy Scheider. Which is, um, you know, I, I, I'm a real big fan with Roy Scheider when he works with Freakin. Let's go about the movie itself. Um, the movie's basically four outcasts from different parts of the world. They all have like a shady background of something they've done, but they all end up in South America and they have to transport this old, poorly aged dynamite that's going to explode if it bumps into anything wrong. It's, it, it's really it, it actually intense when just every moment once they pick up the dynamite. The movie opens up with four different vignettes all over the world, so you can meet your, your characters. And the last one's in New Jersey, and then you see how Scheider and his gang rips off the mob, and then he ends up crashing during the getaway. So you just have a buildup of, of all four characters. They all end up in South America because they're on the run of something, and that's how they got there. That's basically it. You know, The four guys get to South America. There is an explosion at an oil field, and they have to put it out. And so they get hired. They hire four crazy guys to ship dynamite 200 miles across and they could they could easily bump into anything and I, I don't want to give away there is a standout scene though with the movie if you have to pick one there's a scene on the bridge if you've seen the movie you know exactly what i'm talking about it's just it's such a great combination of audio and visuals and it's just a great moment i think it's probably the best scene that roy scheider has ever been in it, it's really an amazing just something to sit through. I, I love it a lot. So I'm not going to give away much, the movie itself. I definitely think if you haven't seen it, you you should right away. Because William Freakin's done so many great movies. And this one, I think, t to me, it's his best. I definitely think it has a great little ending, too. So it has a cool little twist at the end. I don't want to give away too much, though. You got to see it. It's It's a good one. So the score is the first time we've ever heard Tangerine Dream. Now, you know Tangerine Dream, they went on and do all these movies, but... This is the first movie they did. Oh. 
my stuff has been sitting the better part of a year. It's worthless. What do you mean? It sits for a long time without being turned. That liquid nitro seeps out of the sticks and into the bag. If you give those cases any kind of a bump, it'll blow. It's risky moving one of those cases 10 feet. That fire is over 200 miles away. If it were up there, could you use it? I suppose we could boom load it a little bit at a time, yes. How the hell are you going to get it it's up It's not there? your problem. We'll get it up there. Now, the backstory behind it, obviously... You know, every director from this era has their own Heaven's Gate. Coppola certainly did with Apocalypse Now. And I think this was Friedkin's. This had a lot of, lot of problems behind it. You know, supposedly Friedkin always looked at Coppola as a competitor. So when he went to the Philippines to do Apocalypse Now, Friedkin went to South America. And, you know, this was supposed to be just a small project he was doing because he was following up The Exorcist. He was trying to get a big one going. So this was supposed to be something small. And obviously, it turned into be just a huge movie, and it looks huge. I, I think it, it feels huge. And he originally wanted Steve McQueen for the Roy Scheider role. Actually, there were tons of people attached to it. Marcello Mastriani, just a lot of people attached to the movie. They all love the script, but then this shit just happens as you're you know, getting a movie going, and he ends up with Roy Scheider. And the whole cast, actually, is really good. I, I wouldn't even changed it. And Friedkin had to get the rights from the author of the book, not actually from the movie itself. But the author actually never liked the original movie for some reason. So it was very easy for Freaking to get the rights to it. So I think the backstory of what really gives Freaking his, you know, Heaven's Gate moment is it was a $15 million budget. And then it ends up going up to $22 million. Now, I, I actually don't think that's really that bad from 15 to 22 considering the type of movie they were making. But... I guess the problem was they went out and they filmed it and then he came back and he wanted to reshoot the jungle scenes and he replaced um, a lot of the crew. So I guess a lot of it was just freaking wanting to go back and get it right. A lot of the times when these directors, they have their Heaven's Gate movie, it's not that they're being, you know, they're careless with these movies. They're actually trying to get it right. But then, you know, there's a price to pay for that and they get a little out of control. But there's also another really good scene. In the movie where they have to blow up a tree. It's giant trees in their way and they're driving. So they have to use the dynamite, a piece of the dynamite to blow up this tree in the middle of the road. It, it's, I love this scene. But I guess in real life what happened, he had uh, an effects guy that he had from The Exorcist to blow it up. And he just wasn't happy with it. So I guess they went up, they, they went to New York and they actually got a real arson to, to do it. And I think he, he had like a, a Marvin the Torch. I'm pretty sure is his name, but he had like a, like, you know, such a, such a great nickname. And he they flew him down to South America, and he blew up the tree. And that's what you see in the movie. It's just so good. The sound in the movie is top-notch, too. The sound from the bridge scene and blowing up the tree. And the sound is... It's one of the few movies where the sound is a standout. I think it even won an Oscar for sound. I don't even know. The sound is very good in it, and it just kind of stands out with that. Um, also, with, as far as the action sequences go... There's an explosion. Actually, all the explosions in this movie are amazing. But in the in the opening vignettes, when they're in Jerusalem at the beginning, there's an explosion that I swear to God, they it's like they put the camera on 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 something and they just pushed it into the explosion because it's right there. And I was looking up on it, and they said that they you know people got injured on that scene. So I believe it. It's this movie is just something you have to see. I mean, I guess him and Roy Scheider got into a lot of disagreements, but you're working with William Friedkin. You, I mean, you're going to, this guy is getting what he wants and you're going to, you're going to have to go with it. And if Jaws was easy for Roy Scheider, I mean, you know, this one was hard. I, 
I can only imagine what he <laughs> what he went through. But you know, the movie comes out, and of course, it's it's just like every other movie from the seventies. It's amazing, but it gets bashed. Then twenty years later, the same critics come back and they go, "Oh, we were wrong. This movie's so good." And that's what this was. This is a movie that they went back later and they called it a masterpiece. Even Freakin says it's one of his favorites, and and it is. You, I mean, I am such a big fan of of the Sorcerer. All the seventies movies. It's one of the standout ones to me. I personally think it's Freakin's best movie. And I compare it to The Exorcist. I compare it to everything he's done. French Connection. I think this is Freakin's best. I'm not a fan of the title though. You know, he had to call it the Sor. I don't. I I hate the title, the Sorcerer. It could have been something else and it should have been something else but i'm a big fan of it you know i think william friedkin is one of the best action film directors i think he's america's best action film director when i think of you know the top 10 action films he has three of them i personally think this is Friedkin's best movie i'm not a fan of that title you know he did the french connection this movie, The Sorcerer, and then he goes and follows it up eventually with To Live and Die in L.A., which has probably the second best car chase I've ever seen next to The French Connection. I just, he is the best. Um, I think he did it perfectly with horror, with The Exorcist, but I always considered him just an action director. I think that's what he's the best at. Besides Kurosawa, he might be the best action director who ever lived. So, I, I you know, that's it with, with William Friedkin and The Sorcerer for me. I think you got to go out and find the movie. If you haven't seen it, a lot of people haven't seen it, which is like a shock to me. But you got to find it. I think it's Roy Shutter's best. I think it's Freakin's best. I think it's intense from the beginning to the end. I don't know. I want to hear what people think about it. If you watched it, find me. Tell me what you think. Freakin is the man. I, you know, I think that's his last great movie was To Live and Die in L.A. You know, a lot of people like, you know, Killer Joe and a lot of his newer stuff. And I love it. I love he still works. So he's definitely somebody to... Whatever. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. I'm just kind of blabbing away. If you want a good time, if you really want to see what somebody can do with 22 million, there it is. The Sorcerer, William Friedkin. Oh, so mean.